how do we do this again? It's been so long. It's been so long since we've recorded. I've forgotten how to podcast. Listeners, ring in now on 1-800. Hi, friend. Welcome to Heartbeats, a storytelling podcast taking place in an extraordinary land filled with ordinary people. I am your storyteller, Xander, and here with me are Rob and Jazz. So let's take a trip into town and see what's going on, shall we? All right. Hey, welcome back, y'all. How's how's it going? It's been so long. It has been so long. It's almost Christmas. Well. This is um this is my first recording in a new city and it's almost Christmas and so everything is coming up Millhouse. I'm very excited. That's great. <laughs> so, it's been so long and granted to our listeners here it'll be like it's only been like 2 weeks. What are you talking about? No, um, it's been like 6. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been um, a long time. It's been a minute. It's been six. It, it's been, yeah, it's been six it's been like, a weeks long since while. we recorded. I think it's been more. So it's been a while. Anyways, uh, moving on from this train of thought, uh, does anybody Choo-choo. remember what happened last time? Um, no. Okay, I Jazz, have do you notes. Um, you have notes. Well, that's the special. Okay. Oh, we, yes, I remember what happened. So we went shopping with Astrin and we then were going to escort her to her house tomorrow. We haven't done that yet. No, the, the same day. Yeah, same day. She stayed over overnight. And right. that's when you met creepy. Um, yes, creepy horseman. Horse yes. And he's a beautiful creature. Some might say majestic. And some might say creepy. <laughs> And Charlene wrote a letter to her dad. I and think we should do that again, because I think that was a way out of order. Oh, that was <laughs> so bad. Yeah, so so the the order was Ashton stayed over. You met Horseman. You wrote a letter. Um, you and Ashton went shopping while Rob delivered packages on Ashton's behalf. And met Noel and Leigh. Yes. And, and then Nico. you and Ashton were in the middle of a race. Yes, we were racing to my house, and she sped in front of me, and then I think I'm still gonna win. Y'all, y'all are neck and neck at this moment. Dun dun dun, dun dun dun. Um, Did he just say dun dun dun? <laughs> Who said that? Um, so you and Astrid are neck and neck. Yes. And you are both uh, running as fast as y'all can, mind you, carrying a bunch of stuff. Yes. Um, though you seem to get the lead ass Astrin trying to carry her her bunches of coats and stuff or is really dragging her down and you are able to get to your your home like a good ways ahead of Ashton as she's still trailing down just several moments behind you. Charlene like goes around the corner of the house so that she can no longer see Astrin and she like skids to a stop and she finds this trellis of a rose bush that's been growing up and she quickly like grabs and tugs at three of the roses um they're not red roses they are yellow and white and pink uh, one of each and she uh like hides behind the corner and like peeks out with her three hats on her head and hides <laughs> the roses behind her back i forgot about the hats um how could you forget about the hats? They're the best part. 
Oh, they are the best part. You and your your stacks of hats and her matching. Uh, Ashton's wearing a hat as well, right? She's wearing like yeah. a matching matching sun hat or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she comes up to, to near you. Uh, and comes like not not around the corner since your head's poking out, but like you know, in, in front of you. I think that means I win. And the shark steps out from the corner of the building and says, In fact, I was here first. Oh, but Astrin, that means you're last. Do you know what that means? What does that, that mean? Uh, as she means, finally, like, catches her breath. That means you get the prize. And Charlene comes out from around the corner with the three little rose holes. I, I guess they have stems on them. And she holds them out. Here, you win. <laughs> that is that's a weird gasping noise for sure. Um <laughs> No, Charlene, I don't think that's how it works. Normally when someone wins a race, as I have done, they receive a prize. But Jacques, you weren't even Shut in up, the Jacques. race! <laughs> These are mine. <laughs> and, and she she takes the flowers. <laughs> um You all like put all of Charlene's stuff in her house. Uh, and you know, all collectively take Asher and stuff, which isn't too much. It all fits in the giant sack that she bought. Uh, and who who's going to carry the uh, the sack of heavy like feed and other other things? Uh, Jacques Jacques will happily carry things. So Jacques is carrying uh, everything because. Astrid's hands are full with with the with the three roses. Uh, but you all start heading uh, out of town toward the the woods. Both of you roll me perception. Sweet. That's 11. Seven. Walking into into the woods and given the uh, chaotic events that happened yesterday and Charlene seeing someone running into these woods. Uh, so you're so Charlene, you're a bit more on on a on a lookout as you are kind of going a bit deeper in the woods, keeping your eyes eyes peeled. You both see a person walking toward y'all in a casual stroll, though. Charlene, you you make out a bit more features. You see this uh, person, her her hood is down. She's wearing like this kind of like a cloak, like a hooded cloak. And you see the embroidered uh, symbol of Steiner. She has like really dark, like pitch black hair. And her face is obscured by a a white painted mask. And she is just walking casually. Astrid, do you know who that is? Uh, She kind of looks at the woman who's a good distance in front of y'all. And kind of like leans over to you and goes, no, I've, I've never seen her before. Okay, I'm gonna say hi. Hello. Okay. Um, so, uh, as this is why this is not a Call of Cthulhu campaign, because <laughs> Charlene would be dead. Uh, all of a sudden, <laughs> your throat feels like it's closing. <laughs> no, this is not a Call of Cthulhu campaign. If it was, oh, I think I would be on character twelve by now. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah. So as you uh, wave and, and say hello to this figure, this figure kind of like looks up at y'all and kind of uh, stops. She's only about like 15, 20 feet away from y'all. And she just kind of uh, tilts her head to the side 
and, and just more curiosity and you do hear a, a voice pretty clearly just go yes well when you meet a person in the forest you're supposed to say hello so I did what what brings you to this part of the forest uh, the woman kind of walks closer to y'all uh, but but stops around like you know seven like six seven feet away oh oh I guess that's quite rude of me hello uh, what brings me here is I'm traveling isn't that what people do when walking on a path in a forest yes we are also traveling do you have a destination yes (laughs) (laughs) very good very good would you like to share it with us so we might help you navigate or point you in the right direction or do other friendly things since we are from a friendly place Charlene, you're really taking to this heartbeats thing. Like, it's, it's markedly different to when I first met you. You were really rude then. This <laughs> is kind of a nice about change. Well, not really rude. You weren't Sven, but like you were a little bit more porcupiney. What can I say? <laughs> you, you just see uh, Astrid look over her shoulder at you with like a glare. <laughs> oh, also, hello. I haven't said that yet. Hello. I'm Shark, and this is Charlene and Astrid. Uh, but the the strange woman uh, just kind of like looks to, uh, like she gestures her head toward uh, the three of you in responses to the highs and names. Oh, yeah. Where I'm going. Place called Heartbeats. You kind of said it. And if people are as friendly as you are, well, I'm going to have to start learning how to answer questions with more detail, don't I? No. Heartbeats is for all people. Well, that doesn't sound weird at all. Well, there are humans and dwarves and elves, and there's even slime people. Have you met a slime person before? I have. They're quite nice. If purpley. You seem very strange. You should stay at the Sheep's Head Inn. Tell Jeffy we sent you. Except don't call him Jeffy. He only lets certain people call him Jeffy, and I'm never allowed to call him Jeffrey ever again. But you can call him Jeffrey. You'll know it because it's the big sheep on the side of the building. Mostly just the head. They're very literal with their names. That's a little morbid. It's not a real sheep. That's less morbid. And I hear they're building a Matsudacore. Heartbeats isn't that backwards. I never suggested it was. See, this is the stuff that you did when you first got there, Charlene. That makes people think maybe you're a bit porcupiney, because you've just called your hometown not backwards, but that's like a backhanded compliment. (laughs) Isn't it great? (laughs) It's a pleasure meeting y'all. I have to get going. I guess we'll see you around town, friend. Let the orders guide you. And she starts walking off. Astrid, we never got her name! So Jacques automatically um, says the same thing back, maybe orders guide you, like a practiced behavior, and then stops and watches as she keeps walking. Friend, what's your name? Yeah, so uh, as you repeat the, the gesture, uh, as she, you know, passes you, she turns to you, and then as you ask her name, she kind of glances her head oh how rude of me again my name is carolina and she uh looks over to you Jacques. very unexpected and she um 
goes into her her cloak, opening up and pulling out a card. I'm going to be holding a congregation while I'm here. It'd be a pleasure if you could join me. And she hands you a, like a business card. Um, Jacques will reach across and take it. Uh, she nods and she continues walking down the path. And uh, upon like inspection of the card, it's the uh, symbol of Steiner on one side and on the other side uh, gives the location on top of Heartflower Hill, which you all know is the big hill that's just outside of Heartbeats that the Church of Aurora uh, sits upon, where there's like a whole, you know, flower like heart flowers and like a big giant tree. But there, there's no like name or anything on there. Hey, Charlene. Yes? Do you ever have that feeling of, like, something ominous and important has just happened, but you think you're just being paranoid about it? Jacques, you have a lot of these feelings. I have a lot of feelings. No, but these feelings in particular, like the ominous, world-shattering, maybe-we-did-something-wrong feelings. I think it's called self-doubt. I think it's called paranoia. Hmm. Well, I I mean, Jacques has a good point. I mean, did you see what was on her on her cloak? Yeah, must it. She spilled some. I mean, the white mask was kind of creepy. I don't know if I'll be able to recognize her without it. No, the well, I I didn't notice much of the mustard as the you know it was whole... everywhere. How did you not notice it? Well, my eyes were too busy looking at the. A giant Steiner logo on her cloak. And not only that, the fact that she's wearing a priestess mask. Is that not considered? Like, do y'all not find Steiner followers really weird? They're all like, I wrote a paper about them. It's creepy. Well, the ones I met weren't very orderly. They were kind of trying to burn down a Church of Aurora. And when that didn't work, they set off a bomb. I was next door. Are are you okay? Are you hurt? And she like holds like, she like grips your face with hers. (laughs) He's like, you're going to be okay. Astrid, I'm fine. That was like three years ago. But before, um... Th- things happened in heartbeats. Uh, that was my only interaction with followers of Steiner. Okay, good. Um, well, you know, it's always good to find. You know, uh, my hands are still touching your face, and she like flings her arms out, doing like a like a T pose. Not the flowers. She's <laughs> 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 like, ah! <laughs> and she runns off to go get the flowers that she threw in the bush. Jacques, why did she hand you a card? Uh, I think it's because, and I didn't mean to, it was kind of just like automatic, but I, I said something back to her that's like Steiner, Steiner worshipper phrasing stuff. Remember, I said about my family growing up that they were Steiner people. I told you that when we were near Steiner, when we met Steiner. You remember yeah. that time when we met Steiner? I remember. And then I remember sticking it to her and doing it anyway. I remember the story a bit differently. (laughs) 
I remember capitulating and then nearly dying. That's the bit that sticks out for me. <laughs> it, it, kind of, it kind of put you in a state of shock for a while that caused probably a fire or two. Who knows? So Astrid comes running, running back up, uh, three roses in hand. All right, well, let's get moving. And she like looks back, and the the mysterious lady Carolina is way further down the road now. Hey, Astrid. Yeah. I have a bit of a weird question for you. Well, typically the things you say are weird. Touche. Um. You've lived in Heartbeats a long time, right? Like, you're a local through and through. Yeah. Um, has it changed much over the time you've been here? Uh, <laughs> she, she kind of like looks up, pondering, like, you know, hand to her chin. Depends what you mean by change. Uh, change in the sense of we get new buildings. Not really. A lot of them just get repurposed. Uh, but we have lost a lot of people. Mostly because the mine got closed. I just, I just asked because it seems like there's a lot of new people coming to the town lately, or like more than just me and Charlene, and it kind of. Well, maybe I'm just being paranoid. It doesn't matter. Um, let's keep going. Probably. I mean, I live in the woods, so I don't get to see how many people come and go every day, but. And she starts walking off. Uh, but hey, if there's more people, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I I guess. That's why the mayor agreed to have me after all. Anyways, let's go. And she grabs uh, Charlene's hand and y'all start tracking forward through the woods. And y'all keep walking. And eventually, after about a good, like, two and a half hours of walking, uh, you guys get into... Uh, kind of a, a clearing um, y'all pass like a split in like a fork in the road that splits off and y'all go to the right of it where the left just trails off to somewhere else um, and y'all reach a small clearing surrounded by a bunch of woods y'all see like this nice cabin which Jacques because we've established that you're very familiar with the play uh, this cabin looks very familiar to you I've seen this place before Hey, um, Astrid, isn't isn't this the the house from the play? Oh, the, yeah, um, the old the old crone's house. Yeah, they modeled it after my house. Well, even the old crone's like, you know, relate to me. Just it doesn't the current old crone's my mom, but she's gone for now. Uh, anyways, yeah. So this is my house, and she like presents it, uh, to y'all as if it's no, like, no, like no. showy. Stop! Stop! You don't get to just show us the house like that, Astrid. That I heard that if if your mum's the old crone, like that old crone, that would make you the sister of the little witch. No, no, no. She said she was related to the old crone, and right now her mom is the old crone. But she didn't say they were the same person. It was probably her grandma or her great grandma. Astrid just like. Snaps and points to Charlene. Yep. Just, yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to roll insight on this. Uh, absolutely. You can, you can try anything. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can clearly see through this, uh, 
this deception. <laughs> Not a very good deception, mind you. But you think that like it's, there's there's uh, some lying going on. No, nothing uh, sinister behind it, though. But like you can tell that like like yeah, there's some kind of bullshit going on with, with her words. It's not that hard to figure out. Astron, Astron, we're friends, right? She <laughs> she just looks at you and goes, "Yeah, uh, of course we're friends." Okay, well, so I'm not going to force you to tell me something you don't want to because we're friends. But I don't think that you're being honest at the moment, and that hurts a little bit. She she takes a step back of it. I'm hurt that you think that way. You know what? You don't get to have the tour. <laughs> Come on, Charlene. And, and she, like, gestures over and starts walking all, all like, huffy, like, like, <laughs> like if she was pouting like a child. Uh, to the to the door of the cabin. Um, Jacques will <laughs> sit on the front steps and just wait. <laughs> Astrid, that was really mean. Jacques was trying to learn more about you. Make him sit on the front porch. He looks so lonely. He d- cut, the camera cuts to Jacques. Jacques doesn't look lonely. <laughs> He's just like trying to mentally puzzle this together. <laughs> It's the, it's the, what's that, you know that math meme? The the woman and all the math symbols flashing around her face? That's Jacques right now. (laughs) Trying to calculate the universe right now. Hold on. (laughs) Sherlockian puzzle. (laughs) Editing. Um, She, you know, she has the door open. She looks back at Jacques and goes, Okay. Come on, Jacques. You can have the house tour too. And she gets into the middle of her her big like living area that the cabin isn't really that big. Just one big giant room. Come on, Jacques, don't dawdle. And Charlene hooks an arm around Jacques and tries to like tug him along a little bit if he's reluctant. <laughs> yeah, Jacques wanders into the room. All right. Um, and as you walk into the room, she kind of comes up to you and takes the, the sack from you that you're carrying. It's like, all right, well, this is my home, and y'all take a look around for, for a second just to, you know, don't be getting in the stuff. I need to put this stuff away. And she opens one of the uh, doors that are on the far wall and enters in and closes the door behind her. Uh, but in the room she's left y'all in, it's this big room. On one half is, like, the kitchen dining area, so you see, like, the sink... Uh, a kitchen table that's like pushed up against the wall and it has like a bunch of like alchemical stuff on it you have like beakers and test tubes and like a bunsen burner that's turned off above it you have like shelves that seem to be hazardously like nailed into the uh the wall that has a bunch of random uh, assortment of like powders and like jars with eyeballs in it like a bunch of like what you would expect, like chemical stuff to have uh, on the other side is like a uh, wall that has like a few bookshelves full of uh, books. There's like a few like nice giant cushiony chairs, but and like there's like a fireplace like kind of in the middle between the two, the two only doors that are in the, the house. But there are some like picture frames and stuff like that. 
Uh, what would you like to do? I'd like to go look at the books. Okay. What kind of books does Astrin read? Okay. And, uh, Jacques, what would you be doing during this time as well? I don't know, just wander around. Like, I don't know, just a general perception to see if anything jumps out at me. Okay, uh, then roll, roll me a perception. And while you do that, uh, Charlene, the, the books you see on the, the bookshelves, on the first bookshelf is a lot of, like, older, dustier books that are a bunch of, like, a bunch of, uh, chemistry books. You see stuff that are labeled as, like, uh, potions. You have some, like, unnamed leather-bound books on there. Uh, but they all kind of have the same theme of, like, uh, crafting, potion-making, uh, medicine stuff. Um, the second shelf, as you kind of just glimpse over it, has a bunch of, like, uh, storybooks, a lot of fiction. So you have title, like, fantasy titles such as Alive in New York City, The Great Adventures of Frank Sinatra, and, and other books of similar titles. And then the third bookshelf has um, a fair a fair number of history books. Like, uh, and this bookshelf isn't too full. It has, like, about four shelves kind of partially full. Some books are, like, on their, like, flat on their side. Some are, you know, put in properly. Some are kind of leaning. But a lot of these are more, like, history books. Shock, have you ever seen so many books in one place? Yeah, the library. What library? The library in Heartbeats. There's a have library in Heartbeats? Have you been to a library before, Charlene? They're magical places. They're <laughs> big rooms full of books. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard of places with lots of books, but usually that's like a university or a school or people's houses. Like this one. This is a bookshelf, Charlene. This is a lot of books. All of my words are like very small and on newsprint which burn really easily. So, so question. This would not burn very easily. So I have a question. Uh, and yes. this is a question for, for Charlene's backstory. Has Charlene never been to a public library before? I feel like she wouldn't have been. She, she was oh. too busy catching the stories. Like she was too busy, like being an outdoorsy kid, being nosy. I don't. So I don't dislike this. It just blows my mind. The idea of an investigative reporter who doesn't do research in a library. No, no, no. She's a field reporter. No, no, no. But like, (laughs) I'm getting very confused by this concept. It's like a source will tell her something and she'll be like, how do I verify that? Too hard. Let's do this. Like, Puts them in an arm lock and says, "Is it the truth? Is it the truth? Is it the truth?" Like that's what the interns are for. <laughs> oh, that's right. You probably had people who did the fact checking for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, who? What were they called? Interns. Fairies. No, I, what? No. What was it? What was your? What was your intern's name? Oh, <laughs> like their actual name. Um. She doesn't know. Well, only I, knows them as intern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they kept changing. Because <laughs> they kept asking to be reassigned. They're like, I don't think she knows what she's doing. How? <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of interns who are all going. I don't, I don't understand this. She shouldn't be able to write this paper. It shouldn't be correct. Uh, has, has she journalismed even once? I don't know. So was that cleared up? 
let's let's continue. <laughs> I just don't think it's cleared up at all. So, How have you never been to a library, Charlie? Well, at the paper, I mean, we had people to do fact checks, and we had people to type things up, and we had people to do typeset. I was just supposed to go out and find the story and interview people. Ah. Oh. That's a good delegation of authority. That's... Hmm. I'll confess, I really... I don't... I've never... I've never understood... Yeah, I've never understood journalism more than in this moment. That explains a lot. Thank you, Well, Shirley. I'm kind of the only journalist or editor or intern or typesetter in Heartbeat, so I get to do all the jobs now. Well, you'll love... You'll love the library. It's really nice. Do they have interns? They they have books, Charlie. Okay, real real quick. I so, Jacques, backtracking a bit. Jacques, what did what did you roll for your per- general perception roll? I rolled an eight. Eight. So, Jacques, as you're having this conversation, kind of looking around, you stumble upon a particular uh, picture hanging from the wall. Yeah. You see Astrin. Then you see a a smaller Astrin, like like a like a Astrin if she was a little girl, and you see a man. Uh, so it's like a family photo. Yeah. You see a man, and his hair is kind of covering, uh, like his his upper half of his face. Uh, so you can't make out who this man is, but the these two adults, like the like this adult looking Astrin and this man, are standing next to each other, smiling and. You have little uh, looking Astrin, like having like a big cheeky grin. Hmm. And with that, y'all hear the uh, door, you know, start the the click open. And Astrin comes walking out of the the room that she went. She went in. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, Astrin. Um, who who are the people in the photo? Is this your family? Uh. Huh. Uh. She looks over um, at the photo you're referring to. Who Who's all looking at Astrin? I'm looking at the photo still. Okay. Charlene would have turned when she comes in. Okay, so you're looking at Astrin. Um, then, Charlene, roll me an insight. That's a nine. So, uh, Charlene, you see this for a moment, but you see like a sorrowful angry wince in her face for just for just the briefest moment as she uh looks at this picture that Jacques is looking and pointing at and she's like oh yeah that that's my family that's my mom my dad and then me everything put away then all set yep Jacques maybe we should stop bothering Astrid with our presence here we should go Oh, sure. Yep. I mean, we need to get back to town before it gets too late. Um, Astrid, I have, I have one question for you. Jacques walks out the front door. <laughs> uh, Astrid walks up to you, Charlene. Yeah? Um, I just wanted to say how much I like spending time with you, and it's been really nice these last couple days, and I was kind of maybe wondering if... You could be my girlfriend. <laughs> um, her, her, uh, her, her face uh, drops, uh, like kind of like a shocked but like grinning way, 
and she she clasps you on the shoulders and leads you out the door and goes, yes, 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 okay, bye. <laughs> it slams the door in your face. <laughs> Shock, maybe we should go home. You sound so sad. Jock's already halfway down the road. <laughs> Jock, wait for me! <laughs> um, and as Charlene catches up to Jacques, um, he turns and he says to her, uh, I really like Astrid. She seems really nice. But I'm almost certain that her sister is a witch. And looking at that family photo, I think they got rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't even right now. Thanks for dropping by Heartbeats. That was a good time, huh? If you want to keep the good times rolling, you can contact us at Twitter at HeartbeatsCast. You can contact our wonderful storyteller at Adepsander. You can find the wonderfully talented Jazz at Orange Like Jazz. And you can find Humble or Me at Potentially Rob. Oh, and go have a look at our fancy new website at heartbeatscast.com. Lastly, if you've liked the show so far, we'd love it if you'd go to iTunes and like, rate, and review us. It would mean a bunch. Bye, friend. <laughs>